evening, everybody, and everybody. Come on, give it up for everybody that's going to be watching the message online, everybody. Come on, clap real loud. Let everybody hear you. We're excited for people tuning in. This uh, service will be shown on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. So if you know somebody, let them tune in on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. How many of y'all had a good Christmas? Good Christmas? Come on, eight, how many of y'all ate, ate too much? I think, we, I, think, I think all of our tape got messed up. Is that working tonight or no? Is our TV, our TV's not working? Okay, do we have, is this working? Oh, okay, cool, cool. Because I've got like some great notes I want to give you tonight, as I always do, but I want to make sure that you see them. So uh, uh, tonight, you know, as we wind up this year and we look at to a new year, I was just thinking about um, the theme that I'd want us to just concentrate on, and that really is just the word remembrance, and that's really what the night is all about. In just a few moments at the end of the message, we'll receive communion together, and it we'll read the scripture, exactly what Jesus told us to do concerning communion. It's the word remembrance and remember what he did. And I don't know about you, but this this year, you know, I think Rhoda said, I've uh, been through the fire, some firing times, and, and yet seeing God's mercifulness, seeing God's loving kindness, seeing God's help. Come on, anybody testify to that? Uh, you know, like somebody said that, that um, you, you, there's a I think in Japan there's a, a train, a railway that's called a monorail, right? It, it, there's one rail, and the train is designed to, to fit on that one rail. But we in America, we, we've, got, we, we've got train tracks that are two tracks that cause the train to go, you know, the, the same direction. Uh, they're, it, the, the, the train has to fit on those two tracks to actually make progress. And really those tracks are just like life. There's always something great going on, and there's always something real challenging going on. But, but the key is to just be on the train and keep moving forward. Just don't get off. And, and tonight, as we look at the Word of God, I want to I stir your mind up that we, we don't forget what God's done and we don't be a forgetful people because we're going to read scriptures that, that should alarm us because when we read scriptures in the Old Testament, we, they're there. The scripture, New Testament tells us that the scriptures in the Old Testament are for our admonition, are for our remind. They're there. The stories are there to remind us what to do, what not to do, what they did, what caused them to get on the bad side of God. We could say what caused them to have judges in their lives and the aliens that would come in their lives and take over lands, etc., because they were in disobedience to God. And there's, so there's just some things that we can look at and go, well, I, I want to do that, or I don't want to do that. So let's be people tonight that look at the Word of God with an open heart, an open mind, open eyes, and just remember what God wants us to remember. Lodge it deep within our heart so that in 2023, we walk out what God wants us to walk out. Does that sound all right, everybody? I love the scripture in John chapter 14, verse 26. We'll just jump there into the New Testament. I'm going to read a ton of scriptures from, uh, from Psalm chapter 78. But in, in, in John chapter 14, verse 26, Jesus says this and talks about this person that's been given to us called the Holy Spirit. And Jesus says, when the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send to my name, he's going to teach you all things. And he's going to bring to your remembrance all things that I've said. The Holy Spirit's job is to teach you and to bring to your remembrance 
everything that Jesus said. So, so listen, the job, this is the job of the Holy Spirit inside you. So, so his job is to remind you what the word of God says. But I, I, let me back up before we even get there. The Holy Spirit can't you remind you what the word of God says unless you've minded yourself. So the, the importance that we say continually here in church is that you need to get into a daily rhythm and routine of Bible reading. It has to be your life. It has to be your lifestyle. It has to be something that you say, I can't go today without allowing the light of God's word in my heart. Because the Holy Spirit, his job is he's going to bring to your remembrance those words that you read. He's going to consistently talk to you about the scriptures that you have just read yesterday, the day before, the week before. I'll be riding my bike. I'll be driving my car. I'll be at the grocery store. And all of a sudden, a scripture will come to me. A thought will come to me that I've read in the Word of God. Sometimes I'll stop. If I'm on my bike, I'll actually stop, pull out my phone, and I'll start taking a note, or I'll bookmark that. Because I know if that's coming up to me, the Holy Spirit is reminding me of that. He's doing it for a reason. Either I need it in my life now, or I'm going to need it in my life in the future. Come on, somebody. And the Holy Spirit will warn you. He will forewarn you. He will show you and tell you things to come. He'll bring to your remembrance everything that Jesus said. King David knew how important it was concerning just this thought about remembering. I love what it says here, that he actually appointed, this is over in the, over in the Old Testament, he appointed the Levites to minister before the Ark of the Lord, the Ark of the Covenant, remember, and it says that they were to celebrate by calling to mind and thanking and praising God. They were to celebrate, how? By calling to mind and thanking God and praising God. So it wasn't just, thank you, Lord, praise you, Lord. It was, I'm calling to mind why I am thanking you and praising you. Praise and thanking and worship and lifting our voice and singing has to have an ingredient of us remembering what we are praising and thanking and worshiping him for. Come on, everybody. So we're not mindlessly like little robots, praise you, thank you, glory, without remembering why I am doing this. Let's go deeper this year in our praise and in our worship. Come on, let's go deeper this year in 2023 in our Christian growth and experience. Let's go deeper in our knowledge of who God is and what he wants to do in our lives and remembering, come on somebody, how good he is. Come on, you can clap your hands, all you people, on a Friday night. Psalm 78. Come on, bunch of scriptures, they'll be back there on the screen. Bunch of scriptures, mark them down. Psalm 78, verse 1. Oh, my people, listen to my instructions. <laughs> Open your ears to what I'm saying, for I will speak to you in a parable. I will teach you hidden lessons from our past, stories we have heard and known, stories our ancestors handed down to us. We will not hide these truths from our children. We will tell the next generation about the glorious deeds of the Lord, about his power and his mighty wonders. We're going to talk about it. 
We're going to tell our kids. We're not going to be silent with a generation that wants us to, to say what you believe is foolish, what you believe is outdated, what you believe is archaic, what you believe is, we've got a different thing we're doing now. No, 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 no. We're going to remind our kids who God is and what God said and his mighty deeds. Verse 5, he issued his laws to Jacob. Jacob is another word for Israel. He gave his instructions to Israel. He commanded our ancestors. Notice the words. He commanded. Take it to heart, church. He commanded them to teach them to their children. Parents, he commands you to teach the word of God to your kids. You, you, you're teaching your kids Netflix. You're teaching them Disney. God help us. Let's teach them the word of God. Not just on Sunday downstairs. You teach them the word of God. He commanded our ancestors to teach them to their children. So, verse 6, the next generation might know them. Listen, we are always one generation away from the next generation not knowing God. If you decide, I won't teach my kids... That generation, your kids, listen to me, will never have anything to teach their kids. We have to be faithful with those that God's placed inside us. And many in the room, maybe as a caregiver, uh, as a grandparent for another, you know, the generation, a, a child or some, whatever, what, how, how that situation looks in your life, use that to teach your grandkids the word of God. Use every opportunity. He says that the next generation might know them, even the children not yet born. Wow. And they in turn will teach their own children. So each generation should set its hope anew on God. Look, not forgetting, remembering, not forgetting his glorious miracles and obeying his commands. Then they will not be like their ancestors. Check it out. Stubborn, rebellious unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. Asaph is writing this, this psalm. And Asaph then talks about how God parted the Red Sea. He details how a cloud by day and fire by night led them and protected them. He details how water came out of a rock, how God rained manna in and fed them. How they ate from the quail. He reminds them of the ten plagues. And then he says again in verse 18, They stubbornly tested God in their hearts, demanding foods they craved. They even spoke against God himself, saying, God can't give us food in the wilderness. Look at this now. Yes, he can strike water so it comes out of a rock, but he can't give us bread and meat. Hmm. Hmm. God can do this, but this thing is just too big for God. God can work over here, but he can't save my marriage. God can do this, but he can't heal my body. God can give me water, but he can't provide me bread and meat. And God was angry because the people forgot who he was and they didn't remember. Man. When the Lord, verse 21, heard them, he was furious. The fire of his wrath burned against Jacob, Israel. Yes, his anger rose against Israel, for they did not believe God or trust him 
to care for them. They didn't believe him. They didn't trust him. They didn't think God cared. They didn't remember. They continually forgot. Verse 35. Then they remembered that God was their rock. That God Most High was their Redeemer. But all they gave him was lip service. They lied to him with their tongues. Their hearts were not loyal to him. They did not keep his covenant. My, my, my. They remembered, but all they did was remember with just lip service. And their heart was not changed. They were not loyal to God. Uh, I've... in the last several weeks, putting this whole thing together, I just kind of came to the conclusion, uh, d- some different thoughts about remember we'll talk about tonight. But when you remember something, we could say it this way, to remember means to return. I- I'm going I'm to remember. I- I'm, I'm going to remember. I- I'm setting up 21 days of prayer and fasting. Every day I come to you, I'm going to remember you're good. I'm going to remember you're faithful. I'm going to remember you're kind. I'm going to remember you're loving. I'm going to remember you're just. I'm going to remember you're merciful. I'm going to remember you're a provider. I'm going to remember you're a healer. I'm going to remember you're, you're, you're my righteousness. I'm going to remember you're a forgiver. I'm going to remember you're the baptized in the Holy Spirit. I'm going to remember. I, I'm, going to, I, I'm choosing to return. I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember. But all they gave God was just lip service. And nothing changed in their life. Nothing changed. Verse 40, let's read it and finish this thought. Oh, how often they rebelled against him in the wilderness and grieved his heart in that dry wasteland. Again and again, they tested God's patience and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember his power and how he rescued them from their enemies. Has God delivered you this year? Has he done anything for you? Has he rescued you from fear? Has, has, he, has he rescued you from anxiety? Has he done, come on, has he done, remember that. He rescued them from their enemies. They didn't remember his miraculous signs in Egypt and his wonders in the plain of Zoan. Uh, so again, we see this whole story. I encourage you to read it this week, maybe. Psalm 78. God was ticked with Israel because they could remember, listen, they could remember, but they wouldn't remember. They could. They could remember. You and I can remember how good God's been, but somehow, some way, culture and life and pressure and stress tries to come in and try to paint a picture in our life that God isn't good. Or looking at somebody else saying God might be good to them, but he's not that way for us. And somehow we view God, uh, we view our life as we're we're the beaten stepchild of God in his kingdom. Listen to me. Change what you think and change how you remember. They wouldn't remember even though they could remember. They chose not to. Now, what, what, what I believe based on all the compilation of these scriptures is this. If you don't remember, you could rebel. What we find in the characteristics of all these scriptures that we've read, 
Sign after sign after sign, miracle after miracle after miracle, water out of a rock, cloud by day, fire by night, manna coming in, come on, manna coming in every day that they could eat, quail coming in, all their needs met, their clothes didn't wear out, God was with them, delivered them from their enemies, and they continually forgot and grieved God and tested God, and they rebelled against God. So listen to me. A strong word at the end of the year, going into a new year, but I think we want, I want to jar my life and jar your life as well, that we continually don't forget who we're talking about here. We're talking about the Lord God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, the only God, the one who is and was and is to come, the one who made everything we see and everything in it. This is who we're talking about. Don't forget him. If you don't remember, you and I could rebel. What is the beginning? What is the Genesis moment? What is the seed of rebellion in someone's life? I would say it could be here, found here. They just didn't remember. They forgot that God was good. They forgot that God provided. They forgot that God saved them. They forgot that God redeemed them. They forgot when God showed up. And somehow, the enemy, culture, darkness, the devil, demons, lying to people, paints a picture that God's not here now. And all of a sudden, a heart starts turning, the mind starts turning, a thought comes in and it grows and it grows and it grows. And what we've seen in the last three years is this demonic opposition where people have believed a lie and rebelling against the trust. Uh, trustworthiness and faithfulness of God and have left God, left relationship, left church, left serving, left believing. All of a sudden their faith now is deconstructed. All because they didn't remember. They didn't remember. Strong word for us. Another definition, if you will, with this word re remember means to bring to one's mind an awareness of something that was seen, known, and experienced. So an awareness in my mind, an awareness in your thoughts of something that was seen, you've seen God do something, known, I've known that, and, and I've experienced it. So in other words, remembering isn't passive. It's not passive. It's an active choice to challenge your thoughts, my thoughts. It's an, active, it's an activity that I must continually come back to remembering. Because in the quietness, and the stillness, in the middle of the night when you wake up, when your chest is pounding, when that thought comes to you, when you let, the, you, you let your mind go, the steering wheel of your mind go for a minute, that, that your mind goes down a dark alley that God won't show up or that the fear comes back or the negative thought comes back, you've got to come back and remember how good God is. Remember how kind he is. Come on, remember he'll say, come on everybody, remember. Challenge yourself to remember, to remember. The, the nation of Israel, um, uh, when Joshua, Moses was, you know, died, he didn't go into the promised land, and Joshua was going to be the next leader. 
and they came very similar to the Red Sea experience. They came to the Jordan River. And the Jordan River, it was flood season, it says. So the Jordan River, uh, the water was overflowing the banks. So it wasn't, it wasn't small. I've been to Israel, and, and, and I don't think that the Jordan has expanded too much since then. It's, it's not super wide, but at the point there that it's flood season, it's very wide and it's very deep. Couldn't get across it. But God had a plan. <laughs> God has always got a plan. And so God told Joshua, get the priests, they're carrying the Ark of the Covenant, and get the priests, and, and it, while you're carrying the Ark, as soon as the priests, their feet touch that water, the water's going to dry up upstream, and it's going to dry up downstream. And you're going to be able to walk across the Jordan River on dry ground, hashtag, just like the Red Sea. So listen to me, if God did it once, God can do it twice. Come on, somebody. If God did it twice, he can do it thrice. Come on, everybody. He can keep on doing what he's done. Listen, this is how God, God works in patterns. If you've seen him do it, he can keep on doing it. And, and then he'll work in some unusual things. But the pattern is, this is what God's going to do. God's going to part stuff. And so they, they put their foot in the water. And all, all of a sudden, it did exactly what, what God said for them to do and everybody going over the Jordan to the land of promise they were coming into their land and there's always going to be an opposition to you coming into the land God wants you to have in 2023 there's going to be opposition just like there was in 2022 big opposition in 2020 that we all went through crazy stuff we've all been through everybody has in differing things but God's here now and he wants you to remember his goodness and his kindness and his generosity. And he wants you to remember when you come to a Red Sea experience, when you come to a Jordan River experience, the parting of that water, the parting of that problem will happen. It will happen. There is nothing impossible with the God we serve. It's going to happen. So as the water parted and everybody walks across the side, God tells Joshua, this isn't over. What I want you to do now is tell the 12 priests or 12 of these men to go back in the middle of the Jordan River where the priests were standing at that exact spot when the water was stopped, when they held the Ark of the Covenant. And I want you, each of those 12 men, to grab a stone from the middle of that place. And I want you to take that stone, that rock, that boulder, and I want you to take it out and set it up where you are camping, and I want you to erect and a memorial unto me. A memorial. Listen to me. God wants you to erect memorials to him all year long. Because if you don't, listen to me, if you don't, you might forget and not remember. And if you don't remember, listen to me, there's a chance you might rebel. And just forget God. And even though you're here on the last Friday night of the year, listen to me, you might not be here next year. Unless we remember continually. So the word that God gave him was get a stone. Check out what he said in Joshua chapter 4 verse 21. Then Joshua said to the Israelites, in the future, your children will ask, 
what do these stones mean? Mom, Dad, how, how come you always reading the Bible? Hey, hey how, how, come you, how come you're going to church? How come you're in a small group? How come you serve God? How, how come you worship God? How, how come, what does all that mean? Then you can tell them, this is where the Israelites crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the river right before your eyes, and he kept it dry till we were all across, just like he did at the Red Sea when he dried it up until we all had crossed over. He did this so that all the nations of the earth, he did this so your family, your friends, your co-workers might know that the Lord's hand is powerful so you might fear the Lord your God forever. Listen to me. God wants you to take and make memorials all year long so you do not forget. Figure that out for yourself. Is it a journal? Is it sticky notepads on your mirror? Is it something in your car? Is it an alert in your phone that you remember what God's done and you do not forget? You challenge yourself to not to forget. Uh, I read this. I thought it was, I thought it was so interesting uh, that someone said this, that remembering plays, remembering the past plays a vital role in the identity of any nation. Listen to me. Remembering the past plays a vital role in the identity of any nation. Let me stop there and just take a second. This is why there is an outbreak of take down every statue. I don't care if you're for it or against it. Take stuff out of our history. You can't take stuff out of history, even if it's painful. Remember the good, hate the wicked, but it is part of your past. It is part of the culture that we live in. Removing it doesn't might seems like it takes away the stain, but it never does. Sociologists, this article went on to say that sociologists claim that a society aspiring to endure must become a community of memory and hope. A society, a society, a community, if you're going to endure must become a community, a society of memory and hope. Listen to me. This is true for an individual. This is true for a family. This is true for a church. Is that if we are going to be a church, if we're going to be a, per a people, a family, that endures the darkness and the onslaught, we're going to have to be a community with a memory of how good God is, of what God will do and a confident hope that he'll do it again. He did it at the Red Sea, he did it at the Jordan, he did it here, he did it there. I'm gonna keep remembering, I'm gonna keep remembering, I'm gonna keep remembering, I'm gonna keep remembering. So I don't give in to rebellion. I don't open up the door for darkness to come in and lead me astray. Can I say it this way? Memorials are reminders. Do you have any reminders in your life about what God's done? This is the stones that we get from a place that looked 
impossible. This is a time where we remember God provided for us. God brought that in our life. God brought a relationship in my life that helped. God gave a word to me in season when I was weary. I remember that, Lord. I remember, I, I, I could tell you, I could bore you with story after story when I remember a person that did something to me, said something to me, gave something to me. Uh, uh, God showing up even in the stillness of my own life, just, just quiet, holy times that the presence of God invaded my space that I want to remind myself if he did it then, I'm going to call on him again. He's the same yesterday, today, forever, and I need you again now. Come on, everybody. Come on, church, I need you now. I'm challenging you. I'm challenging us to make new pathways, mental pathways in our minds. We've all got pathways. We've all got things that we think about, and, 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 and the neuroscientists tell us what you think. All of a sudden, it, it, you continually think on that. And neurons start firing a certain way, and they start making paths in your brain, in your, in, in your brain, and your mind takes hold of that. And, 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 and it's, like, it's like a rut if you've been in the, in the desert or if you've driven in snow and in wintry places, if, and your tire gets in that rut, it is challenging to get it out because you're making a new mental, uh, a mental stronghold. That can work positively, but, and that can work negatively. I'm challenging you, I'm challenging myself this year to make new pathways of, of God's goodness and remembering his power and his miracles and his signs and his wonders. Remember that he saves. Come on, remember that he's a miracle worker. Re come, count, recount, recount, recount. And if you go, I don't have any of those stories, Pastor Gary. Read the Old Testament. Read the stories of Jesus. Read when people would come and just lay, you know, help me, Lord. I, I can't see. I'm blind Bartimaeus cried out. And, and he's got a testimony now. Keep reminding yourself. And listen to me. If you find it in the scripture, you're soon going to be working in your life as well. You're going to see it working in your life. God wanted, listen, God wanted Israel to always remember his power, his provision, and his presence. His power his provision, and his presence. And they continually forgot. They continually forgot. We read that they, they didn't realize that, or forgot that God cared for them, that God could keep his promise. And, and so even, uh, and it's crazy. We think about it. And I read it, I go, how? How, how can you see <laughs> frogs all over the land? <laughs> and, and, not in, and not in your place. How, how could you see water turned to blood and even your cup of water that wasn't in the river, it turned to blood and not believe? How, how could you every night go out and go, oh, there's the tabernacle, and over the tabernacle, there's a pillar of fire. How, how could you not believe that you walk out and it's hotter than Hades in the desert, but God puts a cloud and gives you AC while you're walking in your journey? And you're hungry. Wake up in the morning, the kids are hungry. Mom, I need something to eat. And God rains down and you look out there and there's manna right outside your tent. And somehow, some way, we get to the place that we don't believe. We've got to keep remembering. Lest we fall into the same trap. Lest we fall into the same sin.
lest we become rebels ourselves. I was thinking we'll receive communion just in the next couple seconds because it's, it's a beautiful time. We're going to end the year. We're going to look at the, you know, the new year and just shut the door this year and open the door for next year. I was just thinking, you know, to myself this afternoon, you know, Lord, who, who, who was the first rememberer? <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it the nation of Israel that they didn't remember? Or, or you know, was it, was, it, was it Abraham that, you, you know, you talked to him and Abraham made some altars and, and, and Jacob made altars unto you? But I was, I was reminded in Genesis chapter 9, you, you'll know the story with Noah. And God says this in verse 13. I set my rainbow in the cloud. It shall be for a sign for the covenant between me and the earth. It shall be when I bring a cloud over the earth that the rainbow shall be seen in the cloud. And I will remember my covenant that's between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. The waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. The rainbow shall be in the cloud. And I will look on it to remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that's on the earth. I, God says, I will remember. God says it. Does God need to remember? Does he forget? Absolutely not. But he tells us in our human experience here, if you ever forget, if there's ever a time in your life, whenever there's rain, there'll be a rainbow in the clouds. I'm never going to flood the earth. Remember God. Remember the covenant. Remember he's everlasting. Remember, if he's been good to you, he's going to be good to you again. If he's not been good to you yet, your 2023 is getting ready to skyrocket because you're going to see God blow your doors off. Listen to me. He's faithful. He's great. Let's remember God. Remember God. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Communion. Come on, you got your elements there? Go ahead and get them out. Thanks, Tony. I'll trade you. Thank you. You got your elements there, everybody? Why don't you go ahead and just maybe flip up that first one there with the wafer. What we want to do tonight with communion is we want to set up a memorial before God. Because that's really what communion is. We do this again and again. It can be commonplace, listen to me, if you let it, but it doesn't have to be. Because I don't remember, to be honest with you, the last time we as a congregation received communion. You online that'll be watching this, why don't you guys go and, and get some juice or get some water, maybe get a cracker, and we'll receive communion in just a couple seconds. But we're coming. I don't know, for, for you that are my age and, and or older, I don't know how many times we've received communion. 
But every time we come to this table, God tells us to do the very same thing. He tells us over and over to remember. To remember. Don't forget what, what, what this is all about. What this represents. Who is behind this? And what his body and what his blood did for us. Remember. Remember that he's for you. Remember that he came. We talked about that at Christmas. God left heaven, took on flesh, came in a body, born in a manger, subjected himself to the people he created. What a God. Suffered and died, now we're remembering in our place. Took sin upon him, became sin. He didn't know any sin, but he became sin for you and I so we could become the righteousness of God in Christ. We could have perfect fellowship like Adam and Eve did, walking with God in the cool of the garden. Remember, remember. Remember during these 21 days of prayer and fasting, God is longing to have communion and fellowship with you. He's not, are you here again? Or you're unclean. No, no, no. He wants to have great, great fellowship with you. Why? Because of the blood of Jesus, because of the body of Jesus. We remember. We actively call to mind. That's what the word remember here means. I actively call to mind. I activate my mind to remember. God loves me. God cares for me. I'm not a sinner. I'm now a saint. I'm a child of God. I'm holy, not because of me, but because of Him. I'm righteous, not because of me, but because of Him. I'm blessed, not because of me, but because of Him. I'm chosen, I'm accepted, I'm predestined, I'm called, I'm anointed. You are too, because of Him. We remember. And my remembering that propels me and moves me to act it out. Kids all watch all kinds of, my grandkids too, your kids too. They watch all the movies and they go to Walmart and they go on Amazon and, and they buy the, the coat, they buy the hat, they buy the, of their favorite actor. They're, they're, they're remembering, they're, they're seeing, they're hearing, then they're acting it out. It's, it's playful when they're small but we know that sometimes that doesn't change in people's lives, even through adulthood. But now because of the blood, because of the body of Christ, we can remember and act out the very life of God, the righteousness of God, the peace of God, the joy of God, the long-suffering, the steadfastness, endurance, and patience of Christ. We can act it out. 1 Corinthians 11, when he had given thanks, he broke, broke the bread and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This is the cup of the new covenant of my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. 
For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Do this in remembrance of me. Remember me. Remember me. Don't forget me. Remember me. Actively call to mind what I said. Actively call to mind what I did. Actively call to mind how I lived. Actively call to mind how I acted and reacted to the woman caught in adultery. To Zacchaeus in a tree, a religious man who was seeking. To the lepers who needed healing. To the Pharisees. Call to mind what I said. Call to mind what I did. Act it out in this life. Let's be Jesus people more and more in 2023. What I want to do before we partake, why don't you just go ahead and get that wafer ready. Get it in your hand if you could. But before we do, I want you just to think for a second with your head bowed, your eyes closed, the wafer in your hand. It represents the body of Jesus. I want you to actively call to mind and remember what God's done for you this year. Right now. What's he done? Where did he show up? Come on, remind yourself of that right now. Come on, make a new mental pathway. I remember. that in your mind let's remember the body of Christ that was given to us to remove all sickness and all disease all pain from our life he takes it he delivers us he brings us into perfect fellowship with the Father come on break that bread and let's partake Go ahead and open up the cup. The juice symbolic of the blood of Christ. Now let's do this with this application. Right there as you hold the juice. Close your eyes. I want you to think for just a second. We've already talked about it many times with the singers tonight let's look forward to him being faithful to you again this year look forward right now all anxiety leaves all fear leaves all confusion leaves all doubt all worry we're leaving it we're leaving it we're going to remember that god cares for me he takes care of the birds he clothes the flowers he knows all the cattle on the thousand hill. He calls the stars by name, the psalm says. We look forward, Father, to you being faithful again in 2023. 
We're not going to pull back. We're not going to go back. The blood of Jesus awakens our soul to your goodness and your salvation in every aspect. Thank you for forgiving us. Thank you for delivering us in your great name. Come on, let's partake. Bow your head one more time. Would you do that? Father, tonight, we actively call to mind and we remember your goodness. We're not going to be like the nation of Israel and continually forget. Father, we're going into the Jordan River of our past and we're pulling out stones tonight, memorial stones. And we're going to erect we're going to erect, a, 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 maybe not physical, but we're going to erect a mental memorial of who you are and what you've done. And Lord God, we're not going to go back to our old life and our old lifestyle. We're not going to go back to fear. We're not going to go back to negativity. We're not going to go back to confusion and worry. We're leaving that in our past. We remember you tonight. We thank you for signs and wonders and miracles this year, just like you've done in the nation's past. Father, bring us as a family, bring us as a people, bring us as a church to an awareness of your presence this year like never before. pray it in Jesus name. Can you say amen? Come on, can you stand with us one more time?